Hey everyone, this week's episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by Fourth Quarter Records. It's a Winnipeg-based label and recording studio home to 3Pete, as well as Eggs, Solo Projects, and Charlie Feta. You can find their merchandise, including the awesome new 3Pete hoodies, online at fourthquarterrecords.com. And if you haven't seen these things, uh, you should definitely check them out. I mean, a lot of local artists are wearing them right now, and it's very cool to see the support uh, from across genres. Uh, as soon as those 3Pete hoodies came out, I've been seeing all kinds of people posting on social media, and it's, you know, people in rock bands, electronic music, uh, soul music, whatever. They're all sort of sporting the 3Pete gear. So there's definitely uh, a lot of love and support for 3Pete within the local music community at large, and it's very cool to see. On May 25th, our friends the Park Theatre are presenting the release party for Quiet Dreams, the new album by local indie rockers and past Witch Police guests Hearing Trees. The event, which actually takes place at the Goodwill Social Club, will include guests The Perms, Micah Ehrenberg, and Sophie Stevens. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. So when I recorded this episode, uh, we did it outside, and it was in less than optimal uh, <laughs> conditions. Uh, there's a bunch of wind that you hear that kind of cuts off some of the conversation. Uh, it's definitely not something that ruins the entire episode or, or um, you know, destroys the content that's there, but it is a bit distracting, especially at first. It sort of comes and goes, and uh, thankfully the vast majority of the conversation is intact. But you'll hear some wind, especially right at the beginning, and uh, just, just so you know, it will go away, and you'll be able to hear us very clearly. Thanks for listening. So we're um, behind... Uh, bookstore I guess out in the out in the wild yeah. uh, in Winnipeg and uh, very close to the site of a music video we filmed seven years ago yeah that's right so I'm here with Rob Crooks and I just shot a video right here by the, the abandoned target that's right yeah yeah, yeah. what are they doing it looks like they're tearing they're it making down. something there. Okay. Uh, I mean it's better than what they had before which was the store that opened three months and closed again yeah they gotta do something yeah. I guess but yeah no this is Rob Crooks uh, you guys probably know him from Uh, you haven't been on the actual show proper in a while. Yeah, I guess so. It's been a couple of years. Has it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. At that point, I think the newest news that you had was that you were uh, going to be releasing something on Disintegration at some point. Oh, yeah. So that's it's happening. That's finally. happening now, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, when it, do you know when the album's actually coming out yet, or is it just like uh, in the near future? It's uh, May 26th. It's going to be the release party. Cool, cool. And, uh, yeah, it'll be. I'm going to be playing with uh, this band, Cherry Cherry, which is a a group with uh, Greg McPherson has teamed up with this um, singer in town and they're oh, making cool. kind of like this like kind of like 80s like synth punk stuff okay. it's really cool like he I don't they, they don't have anything recorded but he showed me some rough demos of them rehearsing and it's is it just two people? Yeah, cool, cool. it's awesome. Yeah, you look. I guess Ray McPherson has kind of been involved in a bunch of stuff lately, right? I mean, just because of the yeah. label and everything. Yeah. How did you originally uh, link up with him? Um, I originally linked up with him because uh, when I worked on Pip Skid's uh, Skid Row album. Yeah. And that, that's how like Pip Skid and that I. That thing's got to be almost like a decade old at this point too, right? Yeah, 2010 I think. Wow. And because uh, that came out on Foul Tone, and I was doing like working with Foul yeah. Tone at the time. Yeah. And so they got a grant to do an album with Pip Skid, and I like did a lot of work on that. I wrote a song, and then I was also like doing like 
production stuff on yeah. it. And uh, so I was performing with Pipskid too, and uh, during like his shows promoting that album and uh, backing him up on the on the mic. And uh, he had like bands play with him. Yeah. And so uh, Greg McPherson was in his band for that, and that's how Greg McPherson and I first okay. kind of okay. like got to know each other. And I imagine Greg and Pipskid probably go way back, right? Probably, yeah. Because like, of the whole political music thing in the nineties and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure they've known each other for a really long time. Cool. So how? I mean, how long has this album that is coming out on the 26th been in the works then? Because I think you 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 tend to put out like a lot of EPs and things over the past few years. Yeah. And then this is seems like it's been a while since you've had something. Yeah, this this these uh, songs have been in the works for a while and uh, but they keep evolving and and uh, getting better and I've discarded some, added some others. Yeah. So I mean it's just it's always uh, it's always a work in progress, but sometimes you just got to put a stamp on it and put it out. So That's kind of been your sort of MO always though, right? You've always like tweaked and tweaked and tweaked. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of bad for that. I'm more into the creative side than yeah. I am into the uh, the other side of just you know like a lot of people, especially the, the the musicians I know who are much more successful are really good at just they make an album. Yeah, you know, and they have that creative time, and then now it's promotion time. Right, and uh, I just make music all the time, which is which is just what I want to do. But it's it's. Uh, do you think it's partially because you're just a solo artist too that like, you have time you, you can get into that like I'm going to keep retweaking retweaking whereas if you had other band members they'd be like no no it's cool let's go to the next one yeah well I mean it's not really an unnatural process no like, it's not like I uh, it's it's because I rehearse the songs right so I'll be, like we'll be rehearsing the songs for an upcoming show or yeah. something and it'll just I'll, I'll be like oh you know I bet it would be better if I did this or something right yeah. so, and then that becomes a new version of the song yeah exactly because yeah. yeah. I remember when we played stuff together like way back Dynamo there'd be times where we'd record something I'm like hey cool it's done and then like you'd tell me a week later that it wasn't done yet yeah. <laughs> and we'd be like no no next one next one so it's definitely I think it's like a, people are either one way or the other right they want to just get something banged out mm-hmm. and then just go with that versus they want to just make sure it's the yeah I like the spontaneity of things but I think uh, I guess I do want things to sound a certain way I have like ideas in my head and I yeah. think a lot of the creativity comes from spontaneity but then there's uh, there's also like the going back and rewriting stuff which I think is, is really important yeah well I don't think there's like a right way or wrong way to do it right it's just like whatever works for I the think particular. there is you do think there is <laughs> okay I uh <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't, I don't know if I want to get into it but just thinking about like because it reminds me of the whole extreme like, of consciousness versus right. like rewriting stuff like right and like thinking about the dynamo stuff we recorded everything I did was through consciousness yeah whereas which yours is, was very del- uh, so we're deliberate and right. like, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe maybe the best is the marriage of the two. I think it might be yeah. Because uh, if you do if you just do stream of consciousness, you can kind of fall into that whole like kind of masturbatory thing. Yep. I think a little bit for sure. So uh, well, you can fall into the hole of also just having way too much. Like you can just if you put out literally everything you come up with, yeah. you can have seven thousand albums and like when you could have had three really good ones, right? Yeah. So. But you, um, the album, like I, you gave me a chance to hear it uh, a little while back, and my takeaway from from listening to the record and having heard your other stuff is that this is uh, it seems like it's going to be more accessible to a wider audience, and I don't know if that's deliberate or if it's just the way it came out. But I mean, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of huge hooks on it, mm-hmm. and it's more. Um, it, if people haven't heard your music, I mean, I guess you kind of have a mixture in your catalog of, of hip hop and then of what you're doing more now, which I don't know how you would even describe it, but it's, it's singer-songwriter stuff, it's very 
stuff and I'm pretty sure every time I talk to you I ask you about this same question but like do you, do you think that this one is going kind of more of a bridging the gap between those two crowds or is this something new I hope it is I hope it's bridging the gap and uh, I think that's where I'd like to be yeah. like somewhere in between rather than the two extremes um, I think that's you know that's what I'm looking forward to in like the new stuff I'm working on um, but uh, yeah I think I, I hope so. Like, I hope I hope people who liked, for example, um, a record of mine that I did a long time ago called, like, Science is Magical. Yeah. I hope people who like that record like this record, too, you know? Yeah. And uh, Even though it sonically is very different. Yeah, but I think there's a, I think there's a similar, like, spirit behind it. Okay.
just like the creative part. I yeah. Don't, the, other, the, the other part is just tedious to yeah. me. But that's the problem, though. Everyone has to do the other part now. I know. It sucks, though. I know. Well, I mean, it's, it's good and it's bad, right? I mean, I mean, it's good for the people who can do it. Yeah, but then I find what, you, what happens is you get a lot of people... I mean, obviously there are a lot of people who are really good at the creative part and the other the, like, marketing piece, but there's a lot of people that I, I see who are kind of shitty at the creative part but really good at marketing. Oh, yeah. There's and lots it's of that. Like, they end up bumping up to the top, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, again, because before it would be a label choosing that, right? And they would choose whatever, even if it sucked, at least someone is doing that for them. Yeah. But now it's like someone can just go on Facebook and spend a ton of money on ads and yeah. then... Everyone's hearing it. Like, it's, it's, it's weird. I think that's true to a certain extent, but I mean, like, unless you're talking about the, the like back in the day when labels would actually find an artist at a at a really early stage and like let them develop before yeah. putting them out. But even like in if you're talking about the '90s, like you would probably have to be selling a certain amount of records for a label to even look at. You, that's true. Right? We're selling out a yeah big enough audience. Just yeah, yeah, you're right there. Yeah. That's true. One of the hazards of doing these outside. Yeah. I did one the other day on my back deck and there's airplanes flying across the whole time. It's good. Right. Nice and uh, fighter jets yeah, coming yeah. for the winter. Yeah. The jet jets thing, yeah. yeah. Coming to bomb uh, downtown. Yeah. It'd be a good place to do it, I guess, if you're, you know. You just want to take out take a bunch people. of people. <laughs> downtown during a jet game. Pull up the whole place. I hopefully don't want to do that. Hopefully this isn't like predicting something that happens. By the time this comes out, it'll be like, yeah, downtown is destroyed. It's, you know, technology. Technology. It'll pick it up pretty, pretty good. So, um, is there anything, uh, you mentioned Science is Magical earlier, and Science is Magical, hopefully people have listened to it. I mean, I doubt a lot of people have just because it's pretty old now, and it was released on Witch Police, basically, which is, you know, Yeah. So I can't expect that everyone's heard it, but I mean, that was very, very thematic, and it was basically a concept album, right? Yeah. Is there anything thematic about this one? Like, I mean, you, you tend to sort of have loose themes around a lot of your releases. Yeah. This one's less so. It's more just songs. Um, and, and it has a lot to do with the fact that, like we were talking about before, they're just songs that, you know, I wrote over a period of time and, like, changed and added to. And, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think they're, I think it's cohesive, lyrically and sonically, but yeah. it's not, it's not a tight theme in, in that sense. Right. Well, going, going back to what you're saying about, you know, the, the, the possibility of defining it, and you mentioned, like, in terms of books and, you know, kind of danceable sound. You often, in the past, have had very dense lyrics. Yeah. And do you think, like, is that still, do you think that's still there on this record? And if yes, do you think that takes away from the accessibility of it? Um, like, is that holding you back from larger audiences? I mean, I think it's a good thing, but... I don't, I don't think that's... I, I do think that the lyrics are dense. And yeah. I, that's something I always try to do. I'm not happy unless the unless I'm happy with the lyrics, but yeah. um, I don't think that's holding me back. I think that, you know, you can listen to this. Sometimes it's really popular songs. That's true. There are a lot of And uh, I think it's, you know, like, I think when something's catchy, it's catchy. And whether or not the lyrics are deep and whether or not they're fluffy. You, know, like, you might think of it later in the third time you've heard it. Right, right yeah. exactly. Maybe, maybe that, that only holds the value for, for its replayability. I think what 
which we already kind of talked about with your yeah, yeah right yeah, and so. like if it doesn't sound like something you know then people are kind of weird they don't really, I don't know I don't know what people I really don't know what people like or why they yeah. listen to what they listen to I have no idea it's hard it's hard because like you know uh, as you know the show's been going on for almost six years now and like I talk to people every week and some, sometimes I don't Remember that too. Sometimes random things come up, and it's like, what, what did I watch that led yeah. you to believe the algorithm? Really but, fair? but it's it's interesting because we're talking about how uh, like music has changed, how people like uh, consume music yeah. has changed. And recently, I kind of gave into the whole. Uh, I think I'm about ten years behind on this trend, yeah. but I finally like started going down YouTube rabbit holes. Yeah, and I've been finding a lot of cool stuff that way, where like. I'll just listen to some really obscure thing that I see someone post on Facebook or something, yeah. and then, uh, you know, like, two hours later, I'll have downloaded, like, you know, 20 songs. Yeah, like from, the whole catalog or something. Yeah. Or not even that, but not even by that artist, maybe just, like, you know, suggestions on YouTube. Right. So, Could be some other guy from the same town or whatever who plays shows. Like, yeah. Or even just some weird connection where, like, some YouTube channel, for example, will have all these obscure, weird yeah. songs, and then... And then they'll be connected to other YouTube channels yeah. and stuff like that. But at least like you're kind of doing the research yourself, though, rather than just some computer spitting out ideas at you, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know that I'm totally a dinosaur with this, that I don't do any of those streaming services or whatever. Yeah. I mean, YouTube, yeah. But, yeah. I like, people, a lot of people I know, they don't have albums anymore. They don't even have, like, a digital library. They just, they're cool with just whatever the computer spits out of them. I learn new stuff. It's cool. I guess it does work, but, like, yeah. it's, I don't know, I don't, can't get my brain around that. I like to, I mean, if someone, like, if you suggested something to me, I'd give it a listen for sure, because yeah. I respect your taste in music, and I have a lot of people like that. And yeah. if they gave me a suggestion, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll check this out. But I don't want a computer telling me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, computer, they're not as good as they should be. Like, there's those websites where you, like, can go, you can input three bands, yeah. and then they'll give you suggestions based on that, and those never work no, for me. No, no. Because uh, I think it's because they don't understand, they, they can't understand what you like about the music. Because yeah. you can't put that in. You can't put like, yeah. you know, I, I mean, you might like really <laughs> like like the guitar tone on one band, and that's the only thing you like about it, and that's yeah. why it appeals to you. And you can't it's true. computerize that. Like, that's not a you know I was a variable. On the way here, I uh, was listening to Q. Yeah. And uh, Usher, what's his name? The guy from fucking not Usher, but uh, the guy from uh, 
David Usher? David Usher. Yeah, he's he's working with Google okay. to to like make these songs with lyrics written on like AI. AI? Oh, yeah, yeah. Weird, weird, weird. And then they played one of his songs that was written like that, and it was it was like garbage. But yeah, of course it was. I, I don't, but I don't know if David Usher would write a good song these days. Well, you know what? That's a, he's a really good example because like I, I I like Moist, and I always like Moist, and the reason I like Moist is because they have a piano, mm-hmm. and. So, but if I plugged it into one of those algorithms and it was like, oh, you like Moist? It's going to spit out a bunch of 90s alt-rock at me. Yeah. It's not going to spit out true. bands from that era that had a different instrument that added to the sound that made them good. Yeah. Like, because that's, if anyone else would like, well, Moist, yeah, the singer's fine. But I like that they were playing that kind of rock with a piano when no one else had that. Yeah. And that's why I like them still. But yeah. I don't, I, they probably give me like Creed or some bullshit, right? Like, it's, you know, yeah. which or, is not yeah. what, yeah. Yeah. It like misses sure. the point. I don't know. Dropped your wallet there. Did I? Yeah. Bless me. That isn't, that's not good at all. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, it's it's weird, but I mean, as 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 time goes on, those things will just become more and more. Uh, you know, they'll be they'll become better, but they'll also become. Uh... I read this. I read this book by this this woman, Astra Taylor. Okay. She wrote about like kind of the dark side of the internet, the things that you know when people talk about how great the internet is. This is kind of like well, just like hold hold the phone a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. And she's talking about how like with. Amazon like suggesting stuff it's gotten to the point where if like you have ebooks like they they know how quickly you turn the pages Holy crap. so they know like which parts of the books are like read faster and which are like read slower so they give you suggestions based on that like well not not only that but they are writing books to like so like if you read a part slower they're like all right the reader was bored with this so they so they don't put that part wow. those parts in books anymore and then like they have it dialed down to the point where they can tell you uh, if if readers prefer a, a protagonist with uh, you know red hair or yeah. blonde hair or brown hair and like all these all these like details that much. are so dialed in where it's like they're you know they're just trying to control your whole experience yeah. and it's. But then what's the it's point? Of, what's the point bit. of writing a book if you're just filling in the blanks, right? I mean, if you're, you're just, just filling in, just, checking a check, oh, you make money, right? You make money. But what's the point of writing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess so. But it's like that, that's gonna happen for music too. People like courses. Yeah, it's already. David Usher's already fucking doing that. Yeah, I had everyone here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's weird. It's like that, I, I don't want my enjoyment of art to be figured out by computer. Like, what's well, the interesting thing about it too that you bring up? Like, what's the point of it as as the author or as Right, I mean, it's the like money who, part makes sense, but... And they actually brought this up on cue. is like, well, who owns it? If the AI writes the lyrics, yeah, do you, who you get a copyright on the lyrics? Yeah. It's the, probably the company that owns the AI, which is Google. So Google's going to own everything. Like, they already yeah, are pretty they much... Are, they're fucking getting pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I have this Google thing. I got a Google, um, one of those Google Home things for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And we didn't know if we are going to use it. We just tried it out, like, whatever. It was, it was a gift, so we'll try it out. And it's crazy. Like, you can just talk to a box in your house and it tells you right. shit. Like, I asked it what his favorite hockey team was, and when the Leafs were still in the playoffs, it said the Leafs, now it says the Jets. Yeah. It's like, this, this is creepy. Do like, you ever see, like, advertisements for uh, things that you and, like, Hillary were just talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It happens, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like I see advertisements thing I'm thinking about. <laughs> like, totally. I'll be reading about something, and it's like, I'm about to search for something, and then it, whatever I was about yeah. to search for it just comes up. It's like, yeah. it creeps the hell out of me. Yeah, it's weird. But, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, that was a weird tangent, but, like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because so many people, I think, and I, I kind of, like, again, I think I'm a dinosaur because I still listen to physical media and, you know, all this stuff, and I read book, books and everything, yeah. you know? And it's, it's, so many people easily are like, yeah, this is cool. I'm cool with the AI doing everything. I'm cool with the computer. Yeah. And it's, it's fine, but it's just. Yeah. 
I think, like, I don't have Spotify or anything like that, no. but I think I will get it, like, eventually, because it's, because, uh, I, I know people who have it, and it's just, like, you know, you, you pay the fee, and then you just, like, any album you want to listen to, right? Which is cool, but what happens if it goes down? You don't have anything. Like, that's my fear of well, all this stuff. I, like, like, I would never, re- I would never replace all my music with right. it, so I, right. I'm still always going to have my physical copies of things, but in terms of, like, because nowadays, like, I can't fit music on my phone like yeah. to, to the point where it's like if I want to take a picture I have to delete three albums yeah for sure yeah so it's like it's just getting to that point where it's the, the memory is it's becoming precious kind of space because you have so much other stuff in there yeah I guess I could get a phone with more memory I guess that's probably the thing. get like a little card or something you put in your phone yeah, I've been know. thinking about reviving the iPod yeah do those even work with current day iTunes anymore though I don't, I don't, I don't see one I, have no idea. I don't know but then I'd have to have a phone and an iPod in my pocket. Yeah, like, and you'd have to have a digital music library. I don't know if you do, but like you'd have to have a library of music. That's the problem with me with iPods. I never got one. I mean, I had one that like, like someone gave me an old one, but I never really used them properly because I don't have digital. Music. I don't have digital music. I have a bunch of stuff saved on a hard dri- hard drive that I never listen to yeah. because it's not. I don't know.
do you feel like it was a still a worth to releasing an album physically aside from just something people buy at shows? Yeah, and I've, and I've been talking about this a lot with uh, with Disintegration Records and also just with like other artists I know. And uh, it's weird because we were talking about, well, should we do CDs? And then yeah. I just look at my own life. I don't have the capabilities of playing a CD. I don't have a CD player drive on my computer. I don't have a CD player at home. And I don't really like CDs. I listen to CDs every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like them. Nope. And uh, I don't like the jewel cases. I don't like the CDs I don't like themselves. the jewel cases either. I actually took all of my jewel cases. I kept every piece of the liners, back cover, everything. And I have it in a binder now. But yeah. I kept all the ends. I think jewel cases are garbage. And then those binders make, like, scratch your CDs That's and true. shit. That's it's, true. It's just like, I hate CDs. And so I uh, oh, tape though. Tape is a thing now again, right? So that's yeah. So now we decided to do tapes cool. because it's like even if you don't have a cassette player, like tapes are still kind of a cool uh, souvenir. Yeah, and and people want the souvenirs from a show, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. And if and and like if you want, if people do want to like be like, hey, I like your music. I want to spend like I want to support, support yeah. quote unquote support you. Yeah. And, you know, then you have you should give them something to do that with. And and you know, you just put a download card. In the right. in the cassette and like what what I've decided to do is like there you can, you'll be able to buy it on like Bandcamp but uh, with the digital download card that you get in the cassette there'll be a couple extra songs on it oh yeah so if you're buying it you get yeah yeah so there's like I guess an incentive to buy the physical copy but yeah. like I know for me like I I buy tapes and like I I do have a cassette player but I don't listen to tapes a lot but I'll still buy a tape just for the yeah. Just, you know, if I like something, just to support it. Or For whatever. sure, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of going on a weird, like, semi-hoarding mission lately, the past few months, to just obtain as much local music as physically possible. I've seen that, yeah. And I keep going to, like, thrift stores or whatever, and CDs, because no one listens to it anymore. People dumping tons of local stuff. Yeah. First, I got a guy give me a whole box of stuff. They just yeah. didn't listen to it. Like, weird metal albums and stuff from the 2000s of local bands I've never heard right. before. So wow. It's, I feel like that there's, things are getting... And it's going to happen more because people don't do physical media anymore. It's just getting, it's disappearing. Thankfully, because of YouTube and all these things, it'll still be floating around the internet, but a lot of stuff is just gone, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll get a tape. <laughs> when your tape comes out, for yeah, sure. thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you want to just, like, remind uh, about the show and then where people can get the tape, or the digital version once it's out? Yeah. So, the, uh, the show is on um, May 26th. Okay. Saturday. And uh, it's going to be with uh, Cherry Cherry. And uh, it's going to be at 333 Gary Street. Okay, what is that? It's, uh, there's like a coffee shop there. I played a show there like last December with okay. like Pipskid. Uh, it was a furniture store at the time, oh, but really? now, it's a, now it's a coffee shop. And it's just called 333 Gary? Uh, it has a name. I don't know what That's the name is. That's the address, though. <laughs> <laughs> you need to know the name. The yeah, location is important. You'll yeah. find it. It's go to Gary Street between Portage and uh, Ellis. Okay. I think, yeah. Right? And you got the numbers you figured out, right? Yeah, it's down by the Exchange District. And it'll be fun. It'll it'll be uh, a good time. And, and then you can... <laughs> and then you can get the album on... Uh, it'll be on Bandcamp, which you will... Uh, you can go to... It'll be on Marathon Adobe Bandcamp. Because uh, it's also coming out on Marathon of Dope, and it'll be on my own Bandcamp. Okay, there's um, a lot of places to get it. Yeah, so just you can go to my Facebook page, um, Rob Crooks Music, I think it is, or maybe it's just Rob Crooks. I don't know. I'll put a link to it. Yeah, great. So people can find it that way. Yeah. And I have a website too, RobCrooks.com, yeah. yeah. and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot. Cool. 
How much of your old stuff is, is still available? I mean, I know it's mostly digitally available, but do you have any physical copies of, like, are you, are you still selling those that show some of the old albums? Or? Um, I know a lot of them just came out strictly digital. Yeah, the ones right? that are physical, like hearts, I pretty much sold out of. Yeah. I think the only, I have a couple copies though, but I just keep for myself. Yeah. And then um, the only other one is like Plague City. Which is really old now, right? Like, when was that? Like 2004 or something? 2005. No. Yeah, somewhere in there, yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, I, there's a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember you had a box of those a few years ago. Yeah, away. there's a lot of those kicking around. Yeah. You should contact DJ Cutdown and buy a couple boxes off yeah. him. Yeah. He'd really appreciate give him away it. As, I'll give him away as prizes. You know, yeah, he'll, uh, if you, if you, you can have them actually. <laughs> it's a good album. Yeah, it is, it is a good album, actually, yeah. That's probably the last time you rap hard like that. Oh no, the the F and R targets one been pretty aggressive on that too, right? Yeah. That's the one time ago. I don't talk about that. Anymore. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on. Uh, do you think that uh, how how is disintegration gonna kind of help get this out there? Is it just because like you're working with people who've kind of established what, whatever it is they've established? Like. Yeah, you know, and I think it's just like-minded people. Like we get along. Yeah. And uh, you know. Like, so that label is run by Greg and Cam, and Cam is like an award-winning studio engineer, right? right. So this nice. record sounds better than anything I've ever done. Right. And um, Greg, he's he's been in the business for, for ages, uh, for decades, ages, yeah, and yeah. He's, he's had a lot of success and he's done a lot of things. So for sure. he's been he's been a huge help for just uh, you know just little things that you, that you don't even think about. Like yeah. He's helped me with writing grants and. You know, helps me with um, just kind of directing me, and and, uh, and he he was also there for all the recording process. Cool. Kind of, you know, helping me with suggestions and stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. So uh, robcrooks.com probably the best way to find all the shows and stuff in the future. Or would you? Yeah, robcrooks.com is, cool. is is the go-to, but also you know all that stuff will be posted on my social media as well. Okay, then you're on with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Yep. Cool. Cool. And if people want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. Uh, this is probably episode 290 some by now, so we're getting close to 300. And all of the previous episodes are available for download and streaming, including all the uh, 50 or so you were on in the early days, right? And the ones you've been on over the years as well. So cool, cool. All right, well, thanks for thanks for having me outside in this parking lot. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. You had me on your show. That's true. I did have you on my show. Well, it's <laughs> kind of your show as well, in a way. Like you're you're still part of the the history of the. I can never take credit for all the hard work you've done, Sam. Well, thank you, but like I don't know. I feel like without you and John having been there. For Beginning, it wouldn't have existed. I, I wouldn't have done this by myself. So, it's I'm always happy to have either of you guys on the show just to, you know, catch up and things because it's yeah. an important part of making it. Sometimes it it's the only way we get to talk. I know it is because I'm so busy and you're so busy. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. it's called being old, right? That's what happens. Yeah, it's life.
So I guess uh, in addition to the music stuff, you also are in a movie coming out soon. Yeah, uh, in a movie called The Goose, which was uh, written and directed by Mike Marinick. Who's been on the show in a really early one that you, you and Pipskit hosted, I think, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, he's, a, he's an incredible filmmaker. He's, like, really... Um, one of his strengths is he does these uh, special effects that are all... Uh, like practical, like yeah. like not computer. Well, I saw the trailer for the goose, and it looked it looked like psychedelic and crazy. It yeah, and, cool, he, and he he creates all that stuff. Like he does, he builds his he builds all these different things and does really creative, amazing stuff. And it's just like like a thrill to watch. Like you just kind of like when it's over, you're just kind of like stunned because yeah. it's just such a like an experience. And uh, so yeah, it, it's played at uh, the Rotterdam Film Festival. Um, I recently was at the uh, in Frankfurt because it was being showed at uh, the Lichter International Film Festival. That's cool. I don't know what that is, but that sounds good. Yeah, it was cool. I got to like uh, introduce the film and do Q and A after. Oh, cool. Were, were you like the only representative, or were you guys? I was. Uh, um, Mike uh, was unable to attend. He was working on another film. Okay. And uh, so I went uh, basically in his place, and uh, it was great. It was a, it was a really cool experience. Um, spent three days in Frankfurt uh, at this at this really cool film festival, and uh, yeah, so it's uh, and Mike's done like uh, he's done a lot of short films. Yeah, he did he did one Death by Popcorn. Yeah, about which is the great. Jets. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and done, he did your most recent music video too, right? Yeah, he did my most recent one. Uh, We're not famous. He's done like uh, he did my favorite one of my favorite Pipskid videos. I never knew. Yeah, that's a cool video. And that has all the practical effects too, anyway, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, and he's done a few, I think, uh, he's, he's done a few local local videos. He's, he's really great. So you obviously knew him before this happened because, you know, you, like I said, you had on the show years and years ago. But, like, how did you get involved? You, like, are you the star of the movie? You're, you're yeah, pretty am, prominent I'm in the trailer. Star, and stuff, yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm the lead character, yeah. How, how, did you, how did you get from, you know, just knowing a filmmaker to being in the movie in that bigger role? He, uh... Well, he asked me to do it, okay. and uh, the, he explained to me that the reason he thought I could do it was uh, a couple of reasons having to do with my music. He was, I guess, a fan of my music, and yeah. so uh, for one thing, he liked he loves the Hey Hey video, and uh, I'm so proud of that thing. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, and uh, also he liked uh, my Science is Magical record and the record I do with Bird of Prey Argyle. Yeah, and on both of those records, I guess I'm playing a character. So he thought um, you're basically acting. I'm basically yeah. acting and playing a character on those records. So he thought I could do it in the film. Cool. And he, I think he likes to use people who aren't um, actors because he he strives for um, a certain authenticity. Yeah. And so instead of just getting actors to act a certain way, he he just gets people he knows who are that way. Because you get a more genuine, uh, yeah, honest kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a lot of musicians and uh, other. Isn't Al Simmons in it too? Al Simmons is in it, yeah. And uh, this guy, Washboard Hank, who, okay. he's, he's a traveling musician. He plays at the Tiny Cage a lot. He, he's like a one man. Cool. He, he's great in it. And, uh, I think I saw the music was Paul Leary too, is that right? Yeah, Paul That's Leary really from the cool. Butthole really Surfers cool, yeah. does the music, yeah. It's, it's really cool. So, what is it actually about though? Because I can't tell from the trailer at all. So but the trailer is super cool. But I... The, 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 so, I play a, a mute okay. who. Uh, is um, kind of just stuck in this small town. Um, it doesn't. The 
you don't really say, but it's 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 basically the Interlake area. Okay. And uh, and he just has a hard time. He's being bullied. He's he doesn't really get along with his his father figure. And uh, you know, it just everything comes to a head, and it's like it gets to the point where you know, like winter's coming, and he like meets these he, he meets these snowbirds at this kind of weird psychedelic party. And, okay. And he just gets this idea that he has to go to Arizona or just get out before the snow comes. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. How can people find out more about it? Is there any website or anything for it? Yeah, you can go to uh, the, um, there is, I guess the best way would probably be either the Instagram or the Facebook, which is The Goose the Film. But I'm living with the 